0: Welcome to the new year. It is 2020. You know what I want for you? I want you to kick this year in the teeth. I want you to make it the best year of your life ever. So here's the deal. We took the four most popular New Year's resolutions, and we asked you on social media to submit your questions, and now it's time to answer them. I'm Brian Tome, and this is The Aggressive Life. our last New Year's episodes. Man, it's been been really fun. It's been good for me. I hope it's been good for you. And even if it hasn't been good for you, I don't care. As long as I'm having fun, it's all that matters. It's about me. Me. Aggressively having fun for me. So thanks for hanging out with us. I'm back with my friend Windex, and we're running through questions you submitted about starting new ventures. Stuff like pulling the trigger on the startup or finally leaving your job. What do we got today, brother? First question, when or how to leave a
1: full-time steady job for a new business not making money yet?
0: Side hustle. That's a key thing. Side hustle. You want to try things out on the side at night on the weekend before you move. You should be able to try something that tells you whether or not this is a viable thing or not. When I was at Google, I interact with a lot of Google executives last year and they let me in on this phrase that they use it's called pretotyping, not prototyping, pretotyping. Prototyping is let's get the thing, what it's going to look like. Pretotype is I can't afford to get the thing to look the way it is. So what can I do that gives me a sense of whether or not it's going to work? Like selling day old sushi, would that be a viable business? Well, I could go around to Kroger and everybody else and try to convince them to have their, their sushi to give to me to do a prototype and something. Or, or I could just buy like three sushis at Kroger and then tomorrow after work is over, set up a little kiosk on a sidewalk and see if anybody buys one day old sushi for a dollar. And if that's the case, I've, I was, I was out, you know, $40 what I bought for it. And then what I was there, but I got knowledge. So Uh, don't, I'm a big fan. Do not leave your new thing until you've moonlighted the heck out of this new idea, done some prototypes, done some, done some side hustles. Once you see that there's a viable concept and you actually have a bit of income, then it's time to make the big jump.
1: Are you trying to sell me
0: some day-old sushi right now? I am not trying to do that, no. <laughs>
1: I, that, could, I could go for some. No,
0: that was actually the example that I could remember from, from Google, that they had a bunch of different others. Gotcha. But that's, and that's one that anybody could try. Sure. We get totally bogged down on prototype. Where do I find a machinist? Or where do I find this? Or, no, 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 no. Just test the thing. Test it. How do I determine when to push through it versus when to have the courage to change? First thing I would do is I would look at your history. What is your personal history? If you have a personal history of throwing in the towel too soon, then I would say you need to push through it. This is probably a character thing or this is a, this is a personal fortitude thing for you. If you don't have a history of throwing in the towel and you find yourself beating your head against the wall for a long, long time, well, you, you might just have a good old-fashioned failure and time to, time to throw in the towel and go on to something else. These things always come down to our personal biography. You have gotta know what is your personal biography. What does your biography say about your stick say about your resiliency? That's where you always start these questions because the person who's not resilient, at some point, they gotta be resilient and keep going. And the person who is resilient, they just never quit. At some point, you're going to lose. And you got to learn to quit. Not everything you start is worth finishing.
1: What's your advice to new college grads embarking on their first real
0: job? Work your noogies off and compromise. We have too many people who think they should have the dream job from day one and think that they should have themselves fulfilled and they shouldn't compromise. No. Let me tell you something. If you want to get ahead and if you want to make a lot of money, you do that by doing things you don't want to do when you get out of college. And as your career goes on, you do more of what you want to do. And you get to a place where where I am at 54, where virtually every day for me is like Christmas. I have some difficult things that I do, but you get to a place where you can specialize. So your first real job should be about enduring real pain. That's what it should be. It should be about enduring and making real character. That's going to be the key to your future. It's going to be your character, your endurance, not finding the perfect job that does what you want it to do.
1: How do I start a side business while young and married with a full-time job?
0: Well, I would want to know first why you want to start a side business. If you're starting a side business because there's something you've had a lot of interest in and you want to maybe make a career shift one day, okay, okay. Uh, the, the, if you want to start a side business because you have to get some extra income, all right, uh, okay, okay. but those are, those are probably two good reasons to do a side business. Other than that, no good reason. Like I do know people who just felt it'd be cool to have a side business, a stupid idea. <laughs> if you got your bills met and you're doing, if your life is going well, fine. Keep doing what you're doing. If you're going to start a side business, You're going to have to have an agreement with your spouse, but what the parameters are. How late in the night can you work on it? How much weekend time can you put to it? Are you going to take a day off from your normal day job and put that on? But you cannot have a real job, a marriage, and start something else unless you have a very clear delineation of when you can work on this new thing and when you can't.
1: Have you talked on this podcast about your, uh, your invention?
0: My invention, the stance clamp. Yeah, I have not.
1: T- talk a little bit about that, about that side job, and like th- just just from the sake of the boundaries with, between you and Libby, as you were doing that, you had a full time job, you had a, a wife, and yeah, great one. Yeah, so
0: I had a motorcycle part I invented uh, about two years ago. There was a part on BMW BMW motorcycles that were failing. No one's doing anything about it, and I thought, huh, I could do something about this. I'm pretty handy, and I know people in the machining industry, and so I didn't know what I was doing. I spent time on my day off. I spent time on my day off. I spent time at nights researching things. It was fun. It was actually, if it's not fun for you, then it's not a side hustle. It's got to be something that's fun. And it was fun researching what the design would look like, uh, putting it on my, on my bike. It was fun having a, having a page on advrider.com, adventurerider.com, and letting people see the the progress of this, and when it came out, like bam, I had orders. I, I don't know. I made, I don't know. I made in the five figures somewhere in there, in, in the five figures with it. And then it, uh, and then it went away because BMW saw that I was solving a problem they needed to solve. And then my, my business pretty went belly up. So, uh, but but that uh, that was a really cool side hustle I had. Um, other side hustles I've had, or side businesses, or or speaking places. I do speak to other places. And uh, I've just got to have with Lib and with my place of employment, how often can I do that and what do the parameters look like? And I, I actually think for me, having a side thing is actually healthy for my normal day job. I found out that I've got to have something that's stimulating me beyond my normal for my normal to get something really stimulating. Hmm.
1: What's your best advice when starting a business?
0: Take a long time before you start that business, a long time. You want to be just an utter guru on, on everything related to that business. You want to understand what tax implications are. You want to understand the FICA situation when you bring people on. You want to understand what exactly the market niche is for you. You want to, you want to know it all. When, I, when I, start, I started a number of things. One of the things I did, I started a, um, a church Uh, You know, it's quite effective church. There's very few churches that are um, larger than the church that I started. And what's critical was for years ahead of time, I was like a hyper massive student. So that in the first year when the church was going, I didn't have to learn anything about what I was doing because I had already had my learnings. I was just applying them. Now I might have learnings like how people are reacting to my preaching or something like that. But if you're starting a new business, your biggest learning curve, you've got to make sure it's before you start the business, before. The second thing I would say, it's all about building fans, building people who love you and love your product. And it is not about turning a profit initially. You've got to be able to get people's hearts, get people's, uh, people's minds.
1: Great. You want to do a, a little little speed round? Yeah, speed let's round. Do, let's That's close fine. it out with yeah, speed round let's here. let's do it. Uh, how about tips? What, what are the rules? Three, three lines? Three, three, sentences three sentences or, or less. less. How about tips for married entrepreneurs? Husband started the
0: business before I came along. Be involved in the business somehow. Help him with something or be his personal counselor every night. Two sentences. Not bad. Offered a new job.
1: How much more money would make me jump ship? 5K, 10K, 15K?
0: That's dependent on your needs and your wants. It's about quality of life. And will that amount substantially change your quality of life? And only you can answer that.
1: How do I manage starting a business with two small
0: children? I would try to get your children involved in the business my kids were involved in the starting of the church your kids should feel like they're a part of your business somehow in which case your business goes forward and your kids go forward
1: I uh, hate my job, I'm the only source of income haven't heard from God
0: what to do? look for another job
1: one line that was one, <laughs> line. <is>. one <laughs> line here we go alright last question Tips for remaining positive with new ventures, particularly when sparked by a spouse job change.
0: Most of the new territory we're going to take in our life is going to come from new things that we do. So while this new thing is uncomfortable, it's likely the highest likelihood of being a future blessing.
1: Speaking of ventures, as the everyman question asker guy, yes. I, got a, I got a venture. Can I, can I talk about it for a second? Uh, uh, what, no, you can ask a, ask a question about it. What do you think of my new venture? <laughs> what is your new venture? Uh, it's an album called Hymns for Trucks. It's a bunch of rock and roll that uh, everybody should listen to.
0: Uh, okay. For, does that have uh, a truck with no hitch on no, it? No, that's coming out
1: later. I just put that out um, for mastering, but that'll come out. All right, can we, we
0: have Truck With No Hitch? Work Truck No Hitch? Work Truck No Hitch actually is the outro music on this episode. Yeah. All right, totally you're going to hear it at the end of this episode, and you've got hymns for trucks. How do people find that?
1: CraigDockery.com.
0: Look, don't say I never do anything for you. Look, I just <laughs> oh. helped your new venture. Man, thanks so much. Uh, yeah, Appreciate okay. it. That was really fun. I I regularly do Q&As on Instagram, so you can follow at Bryantome to be sure you don't miss the next one. New full-length episodes of The Aggressive Life. We're back in a new day, Tuesdays, starting January 14th. Till then, head over to bryantome.com, sign up for the mailing list, and check out more articles, podcasts, and aggressive living. Special thanks. Earlier on, I think we had some band judges for the music. But hey, we're going to do special things for Craig Dockery and Work Truck Without Any Hitch. And I'll see you on January 14th for Series 3 of The Aggressive Life. The Aggressive Life with Brian Tome is a production of Crossroads Church, Cincinnati, Ohio.
1: I took my shift up at Davko just the other day. Old Old man Hutchins said, son, you got a big load today. You got to pull that old combine back up yonder way. Best topping that Ford if you want to get paid. So I started with the wrong kind of tool for the wrong kind of job. Stuck like a damn fool, some kind of slob. Looked at that Ford and just knew I got robbed. That, that combine's still stuck up on Old Turtle, Turtle Creek, Creek. now.